Welcome back. Saturday Live, it is 91.3 FM. And of course, it is the voice of the Cape. Who fired you, Fadil? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Hadi. So, yes, Hadi Fadil. So, this morning, as uh, discussed, as promised to the listeners, um, we have a experience COVID 19, me and you both tested positive. And we hope that through our story of what we are able to share this morning, will benefit the listener, uh, especially for those people that still think that are maybe perhaps not as careful as they should be. The difficulties that you face, others more than us, uh, become more sick. Alhamdulillah, I would say, if you consider how other people, we still came off light, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And we are grateful to the Almighty for that. (coughs) But also there's the story of when you have a loved one in hospital, the communication, because you can't go and visit, you can't see, and you rely solely on what the doctors or the nurse or the porter even tell you on the phone. And then further than that, also, I lost my father yeah. and having to follow a janaza with COVID protocols, what that is like. So stay tuned. Um, so Haji Fadil, about, what was it, three weeks ago um, or two weeks ago, tell us your story. It was a Saturday morning. I wasn't with you. You were on your own at an outside broadcast. And later that day, you started feeling sick. What was your symptoms? Yes, indeed, um, <coughs> Zain, the, uh, we What happened a few days before that, we don't know. Others have now come back and said, yes, I Those at work has, has told me that. But come the Saturday, and we were at the outside broadcast, and you know me and the, um, and the uh, uh, what do you call this, um, that the ladies have? The Vajikshubbenotarak? Uh, the Vajikshubbenotarak? Yeah, what is it called again? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, I had a experience quite an, a lot of that while doing the outside broadcast. So your temperature was up? My temperature was up and then it went down and then it disappeared and it came back again. But of course, to me it was all in the joke of course. You mm. know, the change of life. That's what I'm looking mm. for. I then told my partner then at the time you know, change of life and she had a ball of course laughing about it. I think that was now really, really the eye-opener was that amount of uh, uh, amount of uh, change of life periods that I had during that outside broadcast. We never mixed with a lot of people there. Mm. Uh, we were we had protocols second to none, um, you know, at, at the outside broadcast. That was the start of it. I didn't know uh-huh. until I realized the evening that I couldn't smell anything. Uh-huh. And that obviously hit me. Uh-huh. That was the big, big scare was the fact that I couldn't smell. I immediately ran out of the lemon tree, squeezed the lemon leaf. Uh. And as you know, that's very potent. Uh. Like an orange leaf, uh. a lemon leaf does the same. And I, and I tried to smell it, and there was nothing. Mm. There was absolutely nothing. Yes, exactly like rumpies. Mm. You know, the smell of rumpies. Yeah, you heard you. I heard you. I heard you. you. Um, It was the most frightening part of the journey was the discovery 
that boy oh boy um this is not good mm. this is not good with the disappearance of my smell yeah hence and now you look at the taste as well because they go together and then you also realize that everything tastes the same and in terms of your actual body health and that sort of what did you experience uh, at the time i was not coughing or so but this big thing now really scared me and it called for me to go to the professionals mm. uh, which is the local uh, uh, district hospital mm. and uh, i told my wife come we must both go now since this is doesn't look good Let's have ourselves tested. Mm. And I answered their questionnaires, and my wife did as well. Um, she still had a sense of taste and smell and so. And uh, after a few days, um, uh, they notified us that we were positive mm. and could we please isolate for the next 10 days. But your other symptoms that you had besides your smell and taste, what were you experiencing? Well, then, obviously, there was the buildup of the mucus on the chest mm. and the gasping for air. And that was also extremely frightening because immediately you thought of hospital and mm. something that you wanted to avoid is, is the hospital. We had total lockdown, we had total isolation, quarantine. No one was allowed in there. Um, uh, um, we had to just step up step up our, our the 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 uh, intakes of vitamins the, yeah, and supplements the, and in, the intakes of vitamins and and supplements and 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 take any advice do the steaming lots and lots of steaming mm. i did over that basin whether it be with nulches in it mm. whether it be without nulches mm. just steaming wifey did the same as well um uh, it became real then, yes, mm. even before, because obviously the, the gov governmental departments, they obviously loaded. And, and I'm telling you, the cues, it's mm. unreal for, the, for that testing. Um, uh, what was my point here? The, the point is the, uh, uh, even before. You, when you got the confirmation. Before you get the confirmation, before you get the confirmation, you know it is it. Hmm. You know this is for real. It's frightening. The worst part is, of course, you hear of all these people dying and how closer and closer it gets to you. Hmm. It's a friend. It's a family member. Um, oh, yes, this one has got it and that one has got it. And uh, uh, obviously your, your outlook is, changes immediately on, on, on life. It's, it's amazing. I was worried because being 63 and being very vul vulnerable, mm. um, that was my main, my main scare was to end up in hospital. But Alhamdulillah, Allah's been good to me. Alhamdulillah, we are here. And of course, a, a week prior to, to, you, feeling, to you feeling sick, um, I, was, I tested positive for, for, for COVID-19. Yes. And Alhamdulillah, I can say that my symptoms was mild. I had uh, slight body aches. I had a cough. Um, uh, I didn't present with a temperature. And what I hear, majority of people for this variant of the virus did not present with a high temperature. And so people just thought, oh, like, so my symptoms was a consistent headache, sinus-like type of headache, mm. but you have a no mucus oh. coming out there. It's not blocked, but it feels like it, but it's not blocked. Your nose is open and everything's quite strange. 
and uh, the, the lethargy, like feeling tired. Yes. And you, you, you don't have less for nothing. So all of those stuff. But like I say, that was light compared to what other people Absolutely. experience. Absolutely. And let me, let me say you again. Let me say again to you, the listener, that we are no experts on coronavirus. Absolutely not. We are sharing with you our story so that hopefully it can benefit you. And there's more that I want to uh, tell you about. But we need to pay the bills. When we come back, I'm going to link up with my beloved wife, Norinisa, because she's also got a story. She also tested positive, but she's also got input to tell. And also because she's got a father as well in hospital as yes. well. So let's pay the bills and we'll hear from her right after this. Welcome back to Saturday Live, 91.3 FM, uh, right here. You're listening to The Voice of the Cape. And of course, uh, in this hour, myself and Haji Fadal Tofi is sharing our experience as COVID-19 survivors, alhamdulillah. And as promised, uh, joining us on, on the line is my dearest beloved wife, Nurunisa. Nisa. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And how are you, my sweetheart? I am well, alhamdulillah, and it's only through Allah's grace and mercy that we are all able to communicate to our beloved community um, this morning. And um, Fadil mentioned earlier, despite all of the tests and challenges that we've experienced over the past two and a half weeks, um, we are blessed in that it's brought us closer to our Creator. And we are blessed because it's highlighted just how much support we have. And we want to, in turn, do whatever it, can, it is that we can do to inform our community, to help our community, to provide information. We're not medical doctors, but we hope that in our experience, even if it's one person, that we're able to help them. Absolutely. But now you also tested uh, positive. So tell us what you were you experiencing and are currently still experiencing because of COVID-19. Yes. So I was the first member in our immediate family before Mohammed Zain. Um, I had started um, experiencing symptoms um, probably for two days. Uh, I'm, I work in the media and I had read everything possible on COVID-19 and for that weekend I was up and down and driving everybody nuts in the house with should I go for a test, shouldn't I go for a test um, I don't know the call just dropped there, we'll try and uh, get a hold of her uh, again, so a week before me, uh, she already uh, got symptoms um, um, Fidel, and then of course uh, she w then went uh, for a test, uh, test that I thought, okay, if you've got it, then I probably have it, but you take it for the team for me and the kids, mm. you take the test because right. you're looking the worst, and uh, she tests positive, and then of course, she's back online Hmm. <laughs> Um, ma for that. Um, and, and so basically, the decision to go for a test was informed by the fact that I'd had three lingering symptoms for two days. I'd had a severe headache. Um, I could taste and smell everything. 
but I had a metallic taste and smell in my nose consistently and mouth consistently. It's the sort of taste and smell one gets when you've had a fever. Um, and no matter what I did, it didn't go away. The third thing was my ears were blocked. Um, and again, didn't matter what I did, tried to unblock them. My ears remained blocked for about two days. And then I went for the test. I got my results a day later. Um, and even then, to our listeners, receiving the confirmation that positive results, it's, it's a, a confirmation of a territory that, you know, you've been worried about, you have feared, and the unknowns around it, it's just the affirmation of all of that. And over the days that followed, um, my symptoms, the headaches continued, the smell and taste continued. I had bad pains in my limbs. I couldn't walk upstairs easily. Um, and even almost 20 days later, I still have back pain. I still get tired. I still have pains in my limbs. But Alhamdulillah, I am here today and I am so grateful for that. Alhamdulillah. That's uh, my missus speaking there, Nirunisa, telling us what she felt. But then your story goes a bit further. Um, tell us what we are currently experiencing in terms of you're having a father, uh, Haji Abdurrahman Ali, who is in hospital, who has also tested positive for COVID-19. But take us back to the day when he oxygen levels dropped. Take us from there. Yeah. Um, so just like everybody else, we're so aware of, especially the elder people in our community. And and this is where, um, you know, nobody knows for absolute certainty who got it where and when. Nobody would put anybody who they love at risk, especially a parent. Um, I had not seen my daddy since the end of November because we had been very conscious of social distancing because I go to work, Mohammed Zain goes to work. Um, he tested positive on Saturday and by Tuesday we had bought an oximeter. His oxygen level had dropped. Um, my dad, alhamdulillah, is able to access the private hospitals and I called the hospital where his pulmonologist is and the man said to me, my friend, you can bring him here, but there are people who've been waiting since yesterday for a bed. I then called another hospital where his cardiologist is, and I begged and I pleaded, and I said, he's 76 years old, please can I bring him to the emergency room? And the lady very sympathetically said to me, I'm sorry, ma'am, we don't have any beds. Um, and she referred me to a third hospital. And at the third hospital, I waited on the line for probably 10 minutes, making dua that they had one bed available for him. And the nurse came on the line and she said to me, you know, bring him, we will make a plan. And alhamdulillah, he's been receiving the best treatment possible. He, we are mon through, through the hospital, we are able to monitor his symptoms. We are unable to visit him. We are unable to send him anything. All of our communication is through the hospital staff. And I would just like at this point to say, much like with Papa Mazen's daddy, we were completely reliant on nurses 
and doctors who are completely overwhelmed. They were our only source of information, and they were fielding calls from us and so many other families. And so in a time like this, that sense of gratitude, where nurses perhaps are too busy to take your call, have patience and know that every single one that I have spoken to, and I try to do this, and I would urge other people to do this, to just say thank you because they're the ones holding our loved ones calm, looking after them, talking to them at the moment in our absence. Shukra, my dear. And of course, our du'as for sharing your experience. And of course, our du'as are for Pa, inshallah, your daddy, that he Amen. returns home soon. And may he have a complete recovery, inshallah. Amen. Amen. Shukran, I will see you later. Inshallah, shukran so much. Shukran, Fadil. Afwan, ma'am. All the best, inshallah. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, that was my wife, uh, Nurunisa, just sharing with us uh, her experience. Then, Fadil, there's another dimension that I want to come to as well. But before I get to that part, and this you will agree with me as well, is the fact that when you receive that message of being positive coronavirus, psychologically assist hits you for a little bit of six i tried to counsel you before you got your results for a few days so many said, times yes. said, please don't let it allow you to, to back if that is what you're feeling just yes. just stay where you are in yes. terms of that don't but it, it still does i i i tried my best Muhammad Zain, but there was one thing that, that stepped in there after receiving the uh the actual uh you know positive test, yeah. test as depression mm. Which is true. Depression. Which is true. And and uh, I, I want to say to, to people, Alhamdulillah, if you haven't tested positive and you haven't been sick, Alhamdulillah, all thanks and praise is due to Allah. But if you have a family member and if you have a friend or someone that has tested positive and they are in isolation, and yeah, I want to thank my family, my friends, my acquaintances, subhanAllah, I mean, there's people that phone every single day to check, how are you feeling today? That message, hoping today is a better day for you. Please, if there's anything I can do, phone me. I want to do something for you. Whether I'm going to go to the shop and drop the stuff in your driveway by your gate, I want to do it. Please do not say no, let me do something. Those are your real friends. That is so true. That is your real family. It's people that care. And so if you have someone that's tested positive or they are in isolation, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Do that. Don't stop. It it helps. It means a lot. If the person doesn't respond immediately to your message, they're sleeping, they're tired, it doesn't matter. But to show that you care for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and it's difficult for someone to isolate some of us. Alhamdulillah. We are privileged. You've got big properties. You've got the space to isolate. What about someone that lives in a flat? True. That can't go outside. True. So we think about those people. Correct. It's not easy. And, and so your WhatsApp, your SMS, your phone call. It means a lot, and we appreciate it. Absolutely. So, how do you find them? I, um, I, I, I think of you know what is so hard as well is that when 
uh, family members uh, they say that they come to bring you something and it's it's all at the front gate and you're mm. far away from that mm. gate and they drop it down on the pavement and they move away only when they move away can you move forward yes. to open the gate to collect and th- that was really honestly uh, heartbreaking you have a, i mean my daughters did that and hats off to them you know for all the remedies they 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 sent me and which i took i mean i i, I drank a lot of boiling water mm. lemon water ginger honey mm. i haven't had sugar for ages mm. everything honey goes in everything and, and those vitamin tablets that they bought the c's and the d's mm. and the zincs that muhammad zain was so uh, strong about where's your zinc where's your zinc yes mm. and they and I said Muhammad Zain said zinc and lo and behold I get the call to say at the front gate there's a box of zinc and, and you know what was sad for me because our family doctor that has looked after us for years and that also made us very sad Dr. Ibrahim Khan yes. from Salt of Allah grant him genital I mean he was so amazing I really, really missed him because he had our history. He was always on call. But Alhamdulillah, I've also got a cousin, uh, Dr. Fadil Majid, who has been brilliant yes. and who's been there for us yes. and could assist with a phone call and, and do everything. So, Haji Fadil, we need to pay the bills. So, after the break, I want to take it into another dimension where my wife is also touched on communicating with the hospital, having someone in the hospital at this time and then I would like to go into another part of it because yes we lost my our father last week and having to perform a janaza oh during my. this period oh with COVID protocols absolutely people for those that have not been affected with their family you don't realize what difficulty the family goes through but more of that after this Welcome back. Saturday Live, it is 91.3 FM. Yeah, our last show for 2020. A bit of a different, uh, but it just, it is what it is at the moment. And so we're not having our funny hour today because we want to share with you. So if it can benefit anyone in any way, yes. then we say, Alhamdulillah, even if Absolutely. it's just benefit a half a person, Correct. then we are grateful for that. So yes, we've spoken about the symptoms, what we felt. My wife uh, shared her story with us. So now I'd like to tell you the story about my dad. So for the last few months, uh, my late father, Haji Amin Majid, um, um, started getting thin, lost appetite. Um, and you know, and he had this back pain in the last month, continuous back pain. And uh, so obviously we knew something was wrong, something was not right because he wasn't himself anymore. He could sort of move around and everything. And like many, many of our senior citizens, doesn't want to go to the hospital or to the doctor. Finally, we, we said to him, Papa, Kanala, Papa, Dr. Tukhat. Long story short, uh, we got a referral letter. He went for x-rays, etc. They said, look, yeah, we see something wrong with your lungs, but we need to have a CT scan done. Mm. All right. Send him off to Khrotisir Hospital. They admitted him immediately the Tuesday. And they said, okay, they're going to do the scan, etc., etc. 
spoke to him in the afternoon. That was early in the morning. Spoke to him in the afternoon. Said, Papa, there's a COVID test we could for Papa. Hmm. Because certainly there was something wrong with his lungs, but a condition that was coming up on now for months already. Sure. No, they didn't do a COVID test. Only the morning at 10 o'clock, um, my brother goes, obviously, because they admitted to get his belongings, like his wallet and that sort of stuff. Communication from a porter saying that, look here, um, your dad he has got COVID, um, so we can't give anything to you. So now the, the question is, when someone tests positive, when did they do the test in between that few mm. hours? Mm. Okay, but we're not a doctor. We can't confirm right. this. So it could have been done, etc. To phoning the family to say that you guys need to isolate whoever lived in the house because your father tested positive. Right. So that's the one part. Mm. And what I want to bring with is with this is the communication that you have to accept during the period when someone is in hospital is very difficult. <coughs> the next day he was moved to another ward. Um, we then asked, so what's happening? No, 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 no. We can't confirm that he's got uh, lung cancer because we need to do further tests. Mm. Um, but yes, he's got COVID. Um, so we're first going to handle the COVID and once he's passed that, and then we will um, do further testing. And we said, okay, because you can only rely on this information that you phone. That's a of difficulty. Course, of course. And Papa was on the weak side. We couldn't speak to him. Mm. Uh, he could hardly speak on the phone because he was so tired. The Thursday, I managed to speak to one of the nurse, Alhamdulillah, for that, that she managed to do a video call mm. with our father. Mm. And we recorded this video call. Mm. So at least we could see him. Right was difficult speaking, he was on oxygen, mm. but he could say the few words, we could show him the grandchildren, etc., etc., and that was, goes a long way for us. We are really grateful for that. Yeah. The Friday went past, we then said to one another, brothers, we said, rather, rather Papa's weak, so let's not phone Papa, let him gain his strength. The Saturday morning, I'm sitting by my mother in her room with my eldest brother. I say, hey, let's actually is now past 10 let's phone the hospital mm. and just uh, this is now this past saturday last week to check up on how what his status on mm. how is he doing i phoned the sisters oh regarding Armin Majid. oh no he's doing well his vitals are good his blood pressure is normal and he actually also ate his breakfast this morning oh my i said oh that's wonderful that's wonderful news then we get a call the evening Late into the evening, it was before 12 past 11, to say that uh, your father's taken a bad turn. There's no use. We are going to resuscitate him. The cancer has gone too far, and we will phone you if anything you can't come to the hospital. And I, I'll ask you, Haji Fadil, from not being able to confirm that there's cancer, yes. to this with no communication in between. Absolutely. What do you believe? Correct. But we accept. Oh, we accept the yes. fact that that's the one thing and the only thing in life that you're guaranteed from the day that you come in to this dunya that you have to die. Exactly. So whatever time sure. you have to go, that is written. It's done. So we accept that. But what I'm trying to explain is that the difficulty of 
during this period Absolutely. not being able to see the patient and it is heartbreaking and it is difficult for for you to 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 experience that so i want you people to stay safe correct look after your mother and your father and your family so that you don't have to go through this correct it is terrible this was my greatest fear my greatest fear and 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 and, and then it actually and you felt like you thought like you had the worst fear while you had coronavirus absolutely when i uh, you know you sit up and sleep and and uh, you run to the window in the middle of the night and you get this feeling that this is it you know this is it this is the end mm. this is the end of it now and you cough and whatever and uh, and yes you i mean allah must forgive us but uh, this definitely came to mind and and so many things that you see so many things that has happened in your life at that time and and, and which almost confirms that okay old chap you know you've had your run mm. and 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 this is it and so this is not scary stories this is reality during this period that we find ourselves in that we want to share with you and then obviously my father passed away <coughs> the saturday night i looked on him genital for those i mean and so following COVID protocols, so from the one story, lung cancer to COVID, you just have to accept you're not going to fight with the authorities. The process must follow. So for those that didn't have yet, and may Allah protect you and your families, a janaza during this period, it is difficult because guess what? The burial service collects the maid at the hospital number one you're not there to see the person through his last minutes or seconds on this dunya your loved one all right they are on their own they are alone all right the burial service collects the body the body goes into storage they perform the kafang and the hustle and all of that and if, if I think about uh, how my father used to be, my father used to be the one, may Allah bless his soul, that used to take us by the hand and say, Komisa, Koyab Hussel. Right. Koyab Vas. Dundi, Dundai. Yes. And he used to prepare us mm-hmm. so that we are able to do that. Correct. And you were looking forward mm. to one day I'm equipped. Mm. And I will be able to do this for my father. Allah, Allah. And you couldn't even do that. Yes. You couldn't you couldn't even perform those duties. And 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 that is what is sad and that is what we need you to understand people at these difficult times. And and you need to be careful, protect yourself. So other people have to do that for your family member. If you're lucky the cattle will still arrive at home, perhaps in your driveway. You can perform Salatul Janaza. It at least brings some closure Aye. to the family, Correct. to your mother Correct. who haven't seen your father or your sisters or the grandchildren. Who even says that it is your father that's in that? You can't see. You can't see. You're not doubting, but 
the question is then because you can't even see. And these are the difficult times that we live in. So we ask of you and we beg of you, people, stay safe, take care, wear your mask, stay at home, social distancing, and all of that stuff. Once you've done all of that, and that you put your trust in Allah, because at the end of the day, nothing can happen except with the permission of Allah. Even if the whole world comes together mm -hmm. to keep something away from you, mm -hmm. but if Allah has ordained it for you, it will happen. And if the whole world comes together to keep something away from you, yes. but by the permission of Allah, it has been granted for you, then you will get it. Then you will get it. That is the, the ultimate. But you do what is necessary. And we need to look after our elderly citizens especially. We need to pay the bills. Inshallah, when we come back, we'll conclude Saturday Live right here on The Voice of the Cape. Alhamdulillah, we are in the last few minutes of our program Saturday Live here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM with myself, Muhammad Zain Majid, and of course, Haji Fadul Tofi. Yes, not our normal funny hour that we have, but we felt it was necessary to share with you our experience of, of what we went through and then myself also further than that having a janazah in the family of our, um, during this difficult time and we've got so many whatsapps thanking us for sharing us and we are unable to read it all but we thank you and and I want to reiterate yesterday there was about 14,700 new confirmed positive yeah. cases and the numbers are still rising because they are still testing. So it's going to get worse. So we make to our that you stay safe. It is only when it affects your family, sadly enough. True. When you lose someone, when someone is extremely sick in the hospital, that you start saying, wow, this is real. I need to. Whether you have your conspiracy theories, Everyone is entitled to their opinion. But what we can say is people are getting sick. Yes. And that's a reality. We said this morning we started at 7 o'clock with three janazah notices. Hmm. Uh, we are at 10. Uh, yes. Yeah, we are at about 10. Yeah. In three hours, we've received another seven. So 10 janazah notices. There was the one day in the week where we had 23 janazah notices. What more do you want? Mm. So please, I beg of you, please stay safe, look after your parents, and and just take care. I don't think we are in, we are out of the woods yet. I think there's still tough times ahead, but we can make it better. Correct. And we need to be safe, and we need to do what is necessary, inshallah. And of course, I just want to say to my dearest and beloved mom, who's at home, Malak Mama also complete Shifa Amen. and Amen. Sabr and the strength during this uh, Mama's Aida period. Amen. I know it's difficult, but know that we are there for Mama and for everyone else also that is going through difficulty. 
you know, may Allah make it easy for all of you. And for those that are sick, may Allah grant them um, complete shifa and a speedy recovery so that they get healthy. And yes, I can I can say I have no regrets. I had, and all of us, my my brothers and my family and the grandchildren, we had such a wonderful relationship with our father. Yes, I'm in Majid. So the beginning of it as when he was young, yes. had he was an amazing person. He 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 raised us in such a a, a wonderful way. That we are proud today to say that we are his children and we can only make to our and we feel with you everyone else there's so many of you that are listening now that has lost someone take care people may Allah grant them all gentle for those assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh I close my eyes I see in front of me I still can hear your voice calling me
Cause I know it's been too long 